0: Good morning or good afternoon or good evening, whatever time of day you are listening, it is time to rise and shine. My name is Haley Jacob, and I'm your host for the Rise and Shine podcast. Hello, hello, my friends. I hope you are having a wonderful day so far. We are officially a full week into two, whoop. 2024. It's so new. I'm not used to saying it yet. It threw me off. So 2023 was a little crazy for me and I'm definitely looking forward to this fresh start. But gosh, since this new year began, I feel like it hasn't slowed down at all. Life has not slowed down. And I know like that's just being an adult. Life doesn't slow down um, at the at the beginning of a new year, like, like when you're a kid, you're like, okay, like new school year, we're going to ease back in. No, it's like, it's just called being an adult, right? Um, but it's only a week in, and I've only been back to teaching for two days, and I'm already feeling a little bit worn out. Is anybody else feeling like 2024 just came in and hit the ground running? Um, lots of my family members have been sick or not feeling well this week. Um, My allergies have been kicking my booty this week. It's just, you know, sneezing, sniffling. You might hear some sniffles today. So my voice might sound a little different today too. But um, so family being sick, I went back to work with like so many tasks to do because we were closed for two weeks, which is awesome. I'm not like, I'm so happy that we had so many things to do because that means that we are getting new students, which is a wonderful thing. It was just all at once, not even eased back in. I checked the email and it was like so many. I was like, great, great, this is awesome, but I have to like hit the ground running right on day one, back to work. Um And then there were several days this week where my plans i had plans to do something and then just last minute things kept coming up or last minute uh needs needed to be met and i just had to do it right then and there and so i'm that kind of person like i'm super flexible and i'm like i can veer away from my plans pretty easily but also I, I do like to stick to my plans. If I have plans that day, I like to stick to them. Um, so it was just like a week full of that. And so I was just like, whoa, okay. I just need a, need a little break already. It's only been a week, but I need a little break. But I still believe that this year, even though it hit the ground and it it's, I said hit the ground running like so many times just then, but even though it took off, right out of the gate. That's a good one. Yeah. Took off right out of the gate super fast. It is going to be a great year, and I do believe that. I believe God has some wonderful things in store for his people this year, and I believe God has some things that he wants to show his people this year. So just as you're going through this year, keep your eyes and ears open for what God is has in store for you. Last week we talked about how to make goals and resolutions that Ultimately, help us glorify God because like in First Corinthians uh, chapter 10, it says, and I think it says again in Peter, first Peter, no matter what we do, whether that's work, our careers, our hobbies, or our goals, right? Our goal setting, no matter what we're doing, It ultimately needs to be for the glory of God. And it doesn't have to do anything with church necessarily, but as you're thinking about all the things you want to achieve this year, why do you want to achieve those things? Because you want to ultimately point everything back to God. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, I encourage you to go and give it a listen. Sometimes we set out to achieve these goals or we set out to have these resolutions and we start out full steam, but then we quickly lose motivation or slowly lose motivation. For example, I set out this week to be back into my normal daily routine because I've been on on break. I haven't been going to work um, over the holidays. I had about two weeks off. And my goal was to get back on my normal routine, my normal wake up time, my normal daily schedule before I went back to work. So I could go into the first day of work feeling pretty, uh, pretty normal, pretty on schedule. And it just didn't happen. It just simply didn't happen. Like I said, with all those things that kind of kept coming up last minute, I just didn't get back in my normal routine. And honestly, I did get a little discouraged about that because it was like <laughs> I it's the first week and I haven't even done what I wanted to do on that first week. My body is a little exhausted from allergies and from kind of running back and forth. I feel like I've been doing a lot of running. I'm not like like traveling in town just back and forth home to the store and you know. And that that um i'm the kind of person that'll that'll wear me out after a little bit uh, i like to I, I like to stay home i'm that kind of person i like to stay home i like to go out and do things but i do get i get tired easily so i'm a i'm half introvert half extrovert like literally when i take a test it's it's like 49 percent one and 51 percent the other and it kind of depending on when i'm taking the test it'll it'll flip back and forth on which is which it's really funny anyway I like to have that restful time at home as well, but I was losing this motivation already because I'm like, I've already, it it felt like I've already failed. Okay. I wanted to do this this week and I didn't, I didn't get back into my schedule. I didn't, I wasn't able to wake up at the time I wanted to wake up by, by today. And it's completely normal. You know, that is completely normal for me to feel. And it's completely normal for me to have not perfectly achieved that goal because guess what i'm a human and i'm not going to per- i'm not going to perfectly achieve i'm not going to do everything perfect that i set out to do because i'm human and i'm not perfect i'm going to make mistakes and i'm going to have to work towards these things because that's just how we're made we're made to learn and try and fail and get up and learn again Every year we hear people talk about how they didn't stick to their resolutions or haven't met their goals in whatever given time and the fact is, like I said, we're gonna have those days or weeks or even months where the where things slow down for us where that motivation or that sense of urgency or that excitement about what we're doing we're gonna have those times where that seems to to slow down a little bit and There's nothing necessarily wrong with that. No matter how excited we are for these goals, we're going to have some give and take on the speed at which we're running toward them. But the key is just keep moving. And notice how I didn't say just keep running because there may be times where you are going at a slow crawl toward what these goals are or toward what you're working at, but just keep moving moving. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Today, I'm going to give you six ways to stay motivated while you are working to achieve your goals. So grab your coffee, find your comfiest chair, and let's all rise and shine. The First little tip that I have for you to stay motivated this year with your New Year's resolutions or your year goals or your achievements that you want for yourself. It doesn't even have to be New Year goals or just achievements in general, is to create a routine and stay healthy. Uh, I kind of hinted at earlier that I I have a daily routine that I like to do. I, As a kid, I wasn't of ver- I wasn't very good at routines. I wasn't good at, at keeping track of what I'm supposed to do at what time, but as I've gotten to be an adult and through college, I really learned the value of a daily routine and it's okay to veer away from your, your routine here and there and, you know, give yourself that flexibility. Cause like I said, I am also a pretty flexible person and I like to, I like to change things up a little bit, but having that set routine, that basic structure really, really helps me focus better. And it also helps me stay on track with like what I'm doing. I know those are kind of the same thing, but focus while I'm doing that, but it also helps me stay motivated to do those things. That's what I was trying to say. So over the break, I did not stick with a routine i let myself wake up a little later i was i let my body recover i didn't necessarily do any work stuff over the break i didn't do a lot of planning i didn't do a lot of um i didn't do a lot of recording to be honest i probably should have but i didn't because i was letting myself have that mental and physical break and so over the break my sleep schedule did get thrown off. I like to be an, I'm not naturally an early riser, but I like to be an early riser because I like to have, I've learned this about myself. I've never had the chance to have slow mornings because I, in high school, I was in band and we had six thirty AM rehearsals. And then in college I had, I always had an 8 a.m. class, like, or 8 or 9 a.m. class. I never had a college schedule where my first class was like 11 a.m. That just wasn't wasn't possible for me. So I've never had the luxury of slow mornings. And then when I got into the workforce, of course, I was a teacher. And so I had to be there at, I think, one teaching job. I had to, we started rehearsal at 6.45 in the morning. And then My last teaching job, school started. uh, I had to be there by seven, I think seven or seven twenty. Anyway, so I've always had to be at work super, super early. So if I would have had to, if I would have been able to have a slow morning during these jobs, that meant I would have had to wake up at like five, four thirty, five a.m. to be able to have the kind of morning I like. And so I'm in a position now where I can have these slower more thoughtful, more productive mornings to where I really am able to get my bearings, I'm able to plan out my day. So, I like to get up early so that I can I can get my bearings for the day. So, over the break, I was waking up 8:30, 9, which is 9:30 at some days and which is late for me. And then I I would try to have my slow mornings, and then by the time I'm done with my slow morning, it's like 11. I'm like, oh, okay, like this is not, this is not working. So my, my sleeping schedule got thrown off, which then threw my daily routine off. And then that definitely affects my energy levels and productivity. I notice, I notice I'm the type of person I have to get a certain amount of sleep. I can't have too little but I also can't have too much sleep. If I have too much sleep, then I'm kind of groggy the whole day. And so my whole routine was completely thrown off and I felt sluggish. I felt like I wasn't able to focus really on anything productive. I wasn't able to have the energy to go out and do the things that I wanted to do because my body was just kind of it was sluggish and then also i wasn't eating as healthy over the break as i normally do and that contributed to how i felt so those things this this year as you're thinking about how productive you want to be be thinking about your routine and how to stay healthy because your routine and the things you eat and the activities that you do will affect how energetic you are, it'll affect your energy levels, and it'll affect your mental processing too. Sometimes, m- when I'm not um, in a healthy routine, or if I've like eaten junk for days, my mind is not as quick. It's not as sharp as it usually is. So that can throw off. That can throw us off when we're working towards a set goal if you don't if you are waking up and you're feeling sick you're feeling slow you're feeling icky you don't feel like doing anything you don't have motivation that's gonna slow you down towards those goals so my first tip for you again is create some some sort of routine and in that routine, create some healthy habits, healthy eating habits and healthy workout habits. I always think I wake up and I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. I don't have the energy to work out. And the days that I don't work out, I stay sluggish the whole day. And on the days that I'm like, okay, I'm so tired, I don't have the energy to work out, but then I force myself to work out. Guess what? I feel so much better after that workout. And maybe working out is one of your goals. So there you go. You just like hit two and one, you achieved your goal and you also created that healthy habit that will help you stay in your routine. Number two is break down your goals into smaller steps. Now I kind of talked about this last week when I said create habits, not just resolutions. So some of these huge goals that we have, that's great to have. But if you don't have a plan on how to achieve those goals, it's it's going to be difficult for you to really work toward that. So break them down into more measurable chunks. So if you have a goal, because I just talked about working out, if working out more is one of your goals. So instead of saying, okay, this year I want to work out four to four days a week and that's that's my goal for this year. Okay, cool. So why don't you instead of saying that's your goal for this year, why don't you start out with okay, for the months of January, February and March, I'm going to work out at least 1 day a week. Okay? That's a small chunk. That's measurable. How many days and you can even break it down into how many minutes per day, whatever something measurable and then break it down in smaller chunks okay in march okay i achieve my goal of 30 minutes one day a week now for april may june my goal is going to be 30 minutes two days a week and then you slowly work yourself up and then by the end of the year you're working four or five day working out four or five days a week because you gave yourself those measurable chunks give yourself landmarks or milestones So a landmark or a milestone is like that time period of, okay, this is my big goal is four days a week. By March, it's going to be, I will have achieved already by March one day a week. Does that make sense? So something that you can ease like smaller, like bite-sized chunks, something that you can more easily work toward and then gradually build that up to the ultimate goal. So number two was break your goals down into smaller steps or smaller chunks. Number three, bring in a friend or a group to help you or to work on that goal also. So I am a big believer in accountability partners in letting someone know that, hey, I'm wanting to do this thing. And I know that if I don't tell anybody, then I can easily just be like, oh no, it's okay. I, you know, I didn't tell, nobody knows I had this goal. So nobody's going to judge me if I don't, if I don't achieve it. And I do, I do believe that some things you need to be careful with who you tell, um, and careful with how, like, what you tell in in your goals, if that makes sense. But I also believe that if you're telling the right person and you're sharing this with the right person, that there should be some, there should be someone out there for you to be like, Hey, I need your help. Motivating me. Hey, I want to do this. Is this something that you want to do with me? Because I don't think I can do it by myself because there are things that we cannot do by ourselves that we really do need an accountability partner. For me, I I like to I my goal is to work out, and <laughs> so it's very easy for me if I don't like if I text my husband, hey, I'm gonna go to the gym today. Okay, cool. He knows I'm going to the gym today, and then at, if by the end of the day we get home and he gets home from work, hey, how was the gym? And if I have to say oh, I didn't go today. It's a little embarrassing, but if I don't tell him and I just tell myself, hey, I'm going to go to the gym today. And then I maybe wake up late or I'm feeling a little tired. It's a little bit easier for me to be like, eh, I'm not going to go today. I'll just go tomorrow. So bring in a friend or or a group of people to either keep you accountable and like let them know that this is something you want to do and give them your milestones and your timelines and those smaller chunks give them those all that information or have them do it with you hey come to the gym with me let's work out together or hey let's read the bible together or whatever it is you want to do have somebody there with you because one it makes it more fun and just more enjoy- and more enjoyable. I prefer to work out with people because I like to take my mind off of working out. It's a little tough sometimes. And also I I feel like when you have somebody there with you, you can be like, "Hey, is this does this look right? Does this seem like I'm doing this right?" And again, be careful with whose opinion you let in your life, but also Sometimes we do need an outside opinion of, hey, does this look like I'm doing this right? Or does this seem right to you? Or should I change this? And that's going to be super helpful in keeping you motivated and excited, not only like motivated, but excited to do something. If you have fun with your friends doing whatever your goal is, or working towards something together, that is, that's so much fun that you guys can look back and say, hey, look what we did last year. Look what we achieved together. And didn't we have a blast doing it? So bring somebody in with you with whatever goal you have this year. The next one, have a plan to get back on track when you fall off the bandwagon. Because let me tell you, you are human and there will be times where you get off track. So for those days or times or weeks or months or whatever, where you feel like, okay, I've definitely lost sight of my vision for this year. I've definitely lost sight of the goal that I wanted to do. I, I, now I don't know how to get back on track. I've went a month without working out. I don't know why working out. is just an easy example and it's a very common. So that's what I'm going to stick with. I went a month without working out and I feel like a failure. And yeah, you're, you may have those times, maybe you won't go a whole month, but there may be times where you feel like you failed because again, we're human. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to fail. We're a, we're kind of trial and error by nature. We're not going to be perfect at everything the first time we do it. And so when you fail, what you really need Is a goal to get you back, or uh, sorry, a plan to get you back on track toward your goal. If you fail and you don't have an accountability partner, you don't have a path to get you back to where you want to be, and you just feel stuck, then it's very likely that you're going to stay that way. It's very likely that you're going to give up and just be like, "Eh, I'll try again next year, or "Eh, I didn't really want it that bad anyway. You'll talk yourself out of it because. You feel stuck and you don't have a way to get out of it and so what i encourage you to do is as you are planning out your goals planning out your achievements this year and building your milestones building your plans to get there include plans to get back on track for the guaranteed times you will you will fail okay um so for example, if I go a month without working out, yeah, I may feel okay. Man, I really failed on that one, but I'm not going to give up. It's maybe it's June and I'm supposed to be on 2 days a week for 30 minutes of working out. Okay, it's June, I fell off the bandwagon. I'm going to have a plan of I'm going to go for Thirty minutes one time this week, and then thirty minutes two times in two weeks. Okay, so you kind of slowly work yourself back in. It does that make sense? So have a plan to get back on track. I feel like that wasn't a great example, but I think y'all, I think y'all get what I mean. Okay. All right, the next one, guys. I think is really important. This is my favorite one. I think. Remind yourself. Sorry, my voice just cracked. Like I said, I've got some allergies, so please excuse the sniffles and the like gravelly voice. Remind yourself of why you made these goals in the first place. And also, more importantly, remind yourself how this will ultimately glorify God. Because again, big picture. That's what we're supposed to be aiming for. No matter what we're doing, no matter what our goal is, no matter what we want to do with our life, our career, with our family, no matter what you are doing, it needs to be pointing and glorifying God. So remind yourself, okay, why did I choose this in the first place? And how is this going to further God's kingdom? How is you working out Going to glorify God. and at at surface level, you may be like, well, that's that's a weird question because working out is kind of a a self thing. God doesn't, you know, God doesn't care if what we look like because he created us, and yes, he thinks we're all beautiful, but he does care if you are a good steward of the body He's given you. He does care if you show that you can be disciplined and resilient and he cares if you care about yourself about taking care of something he's given you that's that's what good stewardship is so ultimately working out can glorify god by saying okay god you have blessed me with this body now i'm going to take care of it or okay god you've you've given me this talent of being super athletic i'm going to go out and use this skill and this talent to help other people be as healthy as they can be. So if you're feeling in a slump, if you feel later on this year, or even now, like a week into 2024, if you're feeling stuck or in a slump, I think the best way to pick yourself up is remind yourself, okay, why am I doing this and how? how does it glorify God? How can I praise and worship God in this goal? And I think if this is the only thing you get out of today, then that's the best thing that you can do is really look towards the future and look toward what God wants for you and what God wants for his people. And how can you, how can you let him use you? Right? Because he's not going to use you if he wants to use you, but he's not going to use you if you don't let him. He's not a, he's, he's not a God that will force something. You have that free will. So remind yourself: how can God use me through this goal? And the very last tip I have for you today, number six, is give yourself grace like I said earlier, there will be times where you fail. There will be times where you get stuck. There will be times where you feel unmotivated or feel like, why did I do this? Or feel like giving up or feel like, ah, I'm just going to do this next year. Or I'm not going to do this at all. This was a silly goal. There will be times that you feel like that, but give yourself grace because God gives you grace. He's, he's a very merciful and a God that's full of grace. So give yourself a little grace this year, as I have to give myself grace for not waking up and getting back in my, in my routine. And that, that will, that will just give you that peace and that reassurance that God's got you and it's going to be okay. So I hope these tips are super helpful for you. I hope that you gleaned something from all or at least one of them. If you have any goals that you would like to share, you can always leave me a voice message. You um, just go to the show, the show, the episode page, and you can leave a Voice message, and I would love to hear a voice message from you, and it may even be shared on the podcast. So come and share your goals or share the ways that you are achieving your goals this year, and I will see you next week. Thank you all so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and leave a review. You can also subscribe for new episodes every Monday. If you have any questions or topics you'd like me to discuss, you can send me an email at haley.riseandshine@gmail.com. at gmail.com. That's H-A-Y-L-E-E and the word and is spelled out. Or you can send me a voice message on your podcast app. Simply go to the show or episode page and click on the link that says send in a voice message. Now go out there and shine your light.